Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My Dodger hatred ended now. Since you brought up baseball, I do have this development, which you might find interesting, Mr. Dibley. I was just enjoying the uh, Carlos Correa timeline on MLB Network with the various jerseys. When he goes into the Hall of Fame, does he go in as a giant or as a Met? (laughs) That's a good question. And they had him wear number one with the Giants. I'm so dumb. You can't wear number one with the Giants. Is that Armando Rios? I don't know. Great Giants who've worn number I don't one. Know. You know me. I don't. It's like I know. I know what Will Clark wore. I know what Buster Posey wore, and that's it. I, I don't like. You know one. Timmy, and you know he's a horse. Timmy was fifty-five, correct? And the horse was. Uh, mm, he's a horse. Uh, hang on, don't tell me. The horse was your favorite way to drink a beer. Uh, with my right hand? Wait, what, what do you mean? Right? 40. Oh. Yeah. 40. I just don't even... I don't, I don't notice. Cater was 18, I think. Yeah, like when... I'm the kind of... When you, when you tell me, well, he was 75, because that was weird. So I got that. <laughs> right, but when, when you tell me, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, right. But if you just go, what number is he wearing? I don't know. Like, I'm just... I'm so wooed by their eyes, I just never look at their number. I don't look at the the backs of people, Dibs. Correa was supposed to wear I, number one. I look him in the eye. Which uh, great giants who wore number one. Yeah. Mauricio Dubon, Kevin Pillar, Gregor <laughs> Blanco, Ejide uh, so, Adrianza. Uh, so every turn and burn outfielder from the last 15 years. Benji is Molina saying. wore one. Oh, okay. Jose Guillen, Ishikawa, uh, Armando Rios. Nephi Perez, Forever Giant. Damon Miner, Glenn Allen Hill, shout out Santa Cruz. Davey Martinez. Nephi Perez, back from the days when shortstop weren't allowed to actually get a hit. Uh, remember <laughs> that? Like, we did a chant in San Francisco for a guy that in a good year might hit 220. 
we're like, ooh, rebate. <laughs> we're like, good Lord, dude, you can't hit. Like, let's just go to the bathroom and let us know when the next guy's up. Anyway, um, so here's my baseball development. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Correa, whose physical has been passed and is now officially a member of the Minnesota Twins again. Their World Series odds prior to the Correa physical dibs, plus 5,000. Really? But now that the physical has been passed, Correa is officially back on board. The Twins World Series odds are... Plus 5,000. <laughs> uh, okay. So there you go. Didn't move one damn bit. And that's the effect of Carlos Correa, which I'm laughing at myself on that one because I spent an entire day walking around on my head. I was so excited this guy was coming to town. Um, and it turns out he doesn't even move the, he doesn't even move the line. <laughs> well, I mean, who does in baseball? I don't, they don't know. I don't know if any player... Really moves the line in baseball. Uh, I think a, a, an elite starting pitcher does. Perhaps, yeah. An elite starting pitcher yeah. does. But Carlos Correa with his bum scan, you know. But it's also it's also the lines you're playing the public, and the public gets excited when a big name comes to town, and therefore it changes the line. I would have bet you that the Giants line, and maybe somebody followed this. I don't know if it moves pre-physical or not. But when the Giants signed Correa, I bet their World Series odds changed. But that's because it's San Francisco, California. Now he's going to Minneapolis. How do you measure excitement in Minneapolis? Right. Like the nation's not going to be like, oh, he's a twin. This changes that division or whatever. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. And a lot of times we talk about the odds moving and we forget to contextualize the fact that these are the gambling odds put out there in order to gauge interest. So right. a move like Correa to the Giants or the Dodgers is going to move the needle a lot more than it will to a team that isn't going to draw as much gambling action. Exactly right. Um, all right, Doc is at 11.30. If you were with us earlier when we mentioned that Michael Conforto was potentially coming on the show today, Conforto has been moved to the uh, TBD area of the remainder of this week. Okay. And uh, again, as we said, it was pending a physical. Um, not the Giants physical. That's already been passed. But in order to come on the show here on Willard and Dibs 95.7 The Game, you have to pass a rigorous physical challenge. And Conforto uh, has not done that as of yet. So when he does, we will uh, rebook him. Okay. And so uh, good Doc Pandia making his 2023 debut back to his normal time slot uh, out of, uh, on a Wednesday at 1130. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, 888-957-9570. How about Bobby in Los Altos? Hey, Bobby, what are you doing? Hey, guys. Uh you know, as always, intently listening to you. So uh, the reason I called is uh, you guys just mentioned how Steinmetz went uh, apoplectic yesterday. I was the uh, poor soul, longtime caller that called in and got him started on that. I've never been told to hit the pike in my life before, so it was a bit jarring. But um, the crossover, can you just tell Steiny that he hurt my feelings? Definitely. And I'd like an apology. But uh, Definitely, yeah. We're going to start with that, actually. Oh, and there he goes. That's by, uh, listen, I would take it a different way, though, Bobby. Apology we will not accept. Yeah, we'll ask for the apology. Uh, spoiler alert, you won't get it. And uh, and then secondarily, don't look at this as a bad thing. You don't need an apology. It's like, dude, you just got your stripes. 
You just got your stripes, man. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, you just got Bill it. Murray. That was an initiation sensation. Harold Ramis. That's you, a buck. You, you get told to hit the pike on 95.7 The Game. You go to a different bucket of callers on this radio station. So I want you to take that as a badge of honor, not anything else. Um, let's go to Rolando in Napa next up here on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Rolando, what are you doing? Uh, just having, I'm a big fan of the show, guys. I'm just having my my amazing Starbucks coffee from my amazing baristas here in Napa. They always take care of me, and I love listening What's to you. What's your order, Rolando? Yeah, Rolando, please. Your full coffee order when you arrive at and a it Starbucks. It better be four words or less, or you're getting run. I give you five. Okay, I usually my give you five. Five yeah. words or less. If it's more than that, be honest with us, uh, but we will rip you. Go ahead. Uh, mobile app, mobile app, a pistachio ice latte. That's it. Pistachio, Pistachio ice, ice latte. How, uh, how uh, sophisticated. Yeah. What size, Rolando? Are you a crazy person? No, I just uh, just like a large size, so I just like uh, I like I'm a big fan of pistachio, and uh, they have it there, and uh, that's my go-to. So. Yeah, but large at Starbucks, as we know, Rolando, large at Starbucks means medium because the word grande yeah, I, actually translates to large, but at Starbucks, it's a medium. Grande is a medium. Yeah, so do you? Venti is a, t- is a thank large. Thank you, yeah. exactly right. So do you actually get a large or do you get a medium? Large. Largest size. Oh, you are yeah, a crazy yeah, person. Yeah. A, a, a pistachio. Venti pistachio. All right, Rolando. Uh, what else you got? Hey, I want to talk about the Niners and uh, especially Brock Purdy. I got two quick points. I, to this day, I still will. I still the. I still think that Arizona Cardinals messed up the draft by passing on Nick Bosa, and I'm very grateful that they took uh, the Brian Shrimp, Kyle Murray number one, and the Niners took him to in the 2019 draft because right now, the Niners look better. At number two picked in with the with the Cardinals. No, no, no question. Also, no question. Also, yeah. Also, too. You know, I was gonna. I was making this on me, but let me. I want to think what you guys think. Looking at Brock Purdy the past couple games, he reminds me a little bit Madison and Bumgarner, where the big time moments, everything seems to be calm about the guy. That's my anomaly about Brock Purdy. It reminds me of Madison and Bumgarner, like when he won those three World Series with Tyler with the Giants. Bumgarner look calm, cool, collective, and just he made it look very easy. That's why I see the resemblance of Brock Purdy when I see him play the games. He doesn't look like a deer in his headlight. He seems like he has the offense and all in control, and I want to hear what you guys think about that. Am I right about that? I think it's Thank a, you, Rolando. Yeah, Rolando I think enjoy your pistachios. I think it's a f- fantastic observation. It made me think of... Did anyone else see the video of Brock leaving the game? On uh, on Sunday, he's leaving Levi Stadium, and he's got somebody with him. I don't know if it's a strength and conditioning person or whatever, but whoever it is, it's twice his size. And Brock Purdy's got a backpack on. He's wearing joggers, and he's got his hands in his pockets. And he's walking out of the stadium. Literally, looks like a kid walking home from school. Like it, go by any high school today in the Bay Area at three o'clock and just watch the kid. You know, beep it, boop it, just kicking around, just like yeah, like eh, whatever. Like you know, we're going to the playoffs for the two seed, and he looks like he's four foot eleven, and 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 his shoulders are not broad, and he's unassuming. Now you compare him to Mad Bum, others would compare him to Joe Montana. I know that's hard because it's. Not, I don't mean that in terms of his greatness. I mean that in terms of the stature. The stature and the cool under pressure. This is a definite observation that I think is very key to the Brock Purdy conversation, which is that certain people in high leverage situations don't have the same heartbeat as others. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Camilo Doval, who hasn't had tons of success, he's been fine. But, like, they joke with him about it because it's the ninth inning and it's a one-run game and there's runners at first and second. And Camilo looks like, yeah. What's going on? 
Like he's just sitting there. And Brandon Belt is still getting criticized for his his hang dog, you know, demeanor right. in that same sort of way. Right, Crawford. A lot of the Giants just Brandon are, Belt. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. They just kind of have like whatever, you know, like flat face emoji face uh, in in these big moments. And Brock seems to be one of those guys. And I would bet that at some point over these next three weeks, that's going to come in handy. It's going to come in real handy. Well, I wonder if he's able to keep that countenance, certainly as things go bad, if they potentially get rough, if he makes that that mistake that we haven't seen him make yet, where maybe it's a fumbled snap, or maybe he doesn't see the pressure coming from the, from the backside, and it's a, a strip sack and, or a pick six, or something really, really bad happens, then we'll see if he truly can keep this countenance. So far, he hasn't really faced any adversity even close to the level where oh, he might be tested. Oh, you're think, down 10 to Vegas. Yeah, like it's not you're like... You're already a playoff it, team. Right, it wasn't... Deal. The whole world wasn't going to come crashing down if they lost that game. That's true. Right. But it was exactly what we asked for him to face. Like, right. we knew yeah, at some no point, doubt. second half, double digits on the road, and he was fine. He was like, yeah, we're, we're good here. And so far, so good, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. But he um, hasn't really faced that real, real adversity of, you know, playoff game and it's your fault. Right. And I'm not saying that he's going to crack and start going Phillip Rivers on people or, go, you know, go into a full Aaron Rodgers mode where you're throwing your teammates under the bus. I don't know if that's going to happen. And the good thing, Mark, the guy had a ton of games in college at a high level yes. to where he's already been through this sort of a leadership adversity role. Right. This guy, I mean, I'd have to look, but in four years, I would imagine, uh, let's see, what, Iowa State. I mean, this guy played some road games, uh, you know, at w- whether it's the Oklahomas, the Michigans, the Ohio States of the world, whatever. Yeah. Like, he's been in environments like that, and, uh, and, and, and I'm sure that that will help coming up here in this month of January. I'll also say this, because I promised it. So I texted my guy in Vegas. I'm like, all right, which 49er is announced as out and it moves the line the most? And the answer is Purdy, but with a caveat. He goes, part of the reason it's Purdy is not just because he's playing well. It's because the drop from him to his backup is more significant than maybe some other players. So the only other name that came up in the conversation was Christian McCaffrey. And I know a lot of people are bringing up that name. I would submit to you, though, that it's actually obvious, no matter which way you're looking at it, is the gap between Christian McCaffrey and Eli Mitchell smaller or larger than the gap between Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson. It's smaller. It's smaller. So, yes, part of this is just who's your backup. Part of it is what position do you play. But a very big part of it that I feel is being dismissed is the way Brock Purdy has managed this offense and how it's looked with him at the helm. We keep saying anybody can do this, and the fact of the matter is that in the Kyle Shanahan era, no one else has. So why do we keep saying, well, any old person can go out there and do what Brock Purdy's doing? Nobody's done it. Nobody's done it. Jimmy hadn't done it. Trey hadn't done it. Bethard hadn't done it. Mullins hadn't done it. Nate Sudfeld hadn't. And no matter who else you want to throw in there, and I know there hasn't been any other what a quote-unquote elite player, uh, but, but no one else has been able to be like, I'm going to grab this, and we're going to score 35 points a game every single week. So... Yeah, I get what you're saying, which is that to you, 
the MVP of the team, the jersey that you'd want to wear, the one who brings you to your feet the most might be Christian McCaffrey. But the most important player on the field for this team, and quite frankly, just about all the others, is a, is a quarterback who's playing well. Like, not even all the playoff teams can say that. I don't know if Geno Smith is playing well. It doesn't right. look like when it. When you go across, we did this yesterday with the NFC, and you don't have a lot of world beaters at quarterback. Daniel Jones hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins has one postseason victory. Put Tom Brady aside, the greatest of all time. But other than that, you don't have a lot of experience in the NFC. Dak has one playoff win, and he's thrown more picks per pass than any quarterback in the league this year. So there's a lot of question marks across the board. I'll say this, though, about your argument and your odds maker conversation. If Jimmy Garoppolo were healthy enough to be the clipboard holding backup, the drop-off from Brock Purdy to Jimmy Garoppolo is not nearly as significant as the drop from McCaffrey to Mitchell, the drop from Trent Williams to Brunskill, the drop from Kittle to Charlie Warner. But to move the line, do you think it would not, it would move the, like... And again, this is a different conversation because the line is, it's an an obtuse thing. It's a perception. It's It's a perception. And it's a perception created in order to mitigate risk from the casino's standpoint. Here's where I'll meet you. I'll meet you that it's an unfair conversation conversation because one of them's a quarterback and is a ball on every play and those and the are, backup is a guy who's never I mean he's, no, he's but, 12 years in for but, 17 teams but let's go if it's Jimmy even if it's Jimmy because it's not just Jimmy coming in it would be Jimmy coming in off of injury having not played for two months or month and a half right, yeah right and and when we saw Jimmy come off the shelf early in the year and have his first start against Denver it was a complete disaster so I think if it went Purdy to Jimmy, I actually do think there would be line movement. If it went from McCaffrey to Eli Mitchell, would there be line movement? Very few players move a line. Maybe there would be, but it wouldn't yeah, be much. Yeah, I don't think there'd be much. Like yeah. I don't think if, yeah. if Eli Mitchell were starting this game, I don't think anybody's like, well, now I think the Seahawks can win. I, I don't think that at all. I mean, if, if if McCaffrey were out in this game, what do you think the spread would be? Right now, it's ten, nine and a half, ten. If if it's, if it's if, ten right now and McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's out, out, spread's still ten. Yeah, might go down a point. If Kyle Shanahan Maybe. loses his laminated play sheet and he <laughs> suddenly goes down is to un- two. exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I think that because of Kyle Shanahan and what we've seen from this offense pre McCaffrey with McCaffrey, you could rightly say, "I'll just put Debo back there." Yeah, you got Debo, you got Mitchell, you got Mason. You've got enough to where even if you didn't have McCaffrey. There wouldn't be that much of a step down. Brock to Josh Johnson. What happens to the number? It goes to probably seven and a half. I think maybe even lower. I, yeah. I, I still think it's a touchdown. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's like barely ever started a game in his life in the NFL. But you so. still feel like they would be able to run the football enough yeah. to where, I mean, they're not going to be, hey, Seattle's favored by two all of a sudden because we don't have Brock Purdy. You know what the weirdest part of this text conversation was with my guy in Vegas? Again, odds maker. He, he, he fires back and he goes, so a part of this conversation is going to potentially be irrelevant soon because Jimmy's going to be back. And he didn't mean that in terms of the drop-off from Brock to Jimmy. Vegas's perception, at least from one odds maker, was that when Jimmy gets back, he might be the 49er quarterback. And I keep hearing this from places outside of San Francisco. 
national debate shows. Now I got an odds maker saying, and I'm looking at these people going, are you, are you, you're not watching, are you? You're an odds maker. And, and so I know he's watching. He's an incredibly smart guy. And, and It's and his job to watch. It's his job. I go, are some of you under the impression that the 49ers will get to January 29th in a road game at Philadelphia and even pause for a millisecond at the idea that an available Garoppolo would be their choice to start at quarterback? I mean, maybe if they win the next two games three to nothing. That would literally be the only... Right, and Brock has three turnovers in each game, and he suddenly looks like Mr. Irrelevant again. Where we sit today is someone under the impression that the Niners would knowingly and by choice start Garoppolo? Go back to Garoppolo. Over Purdy? In a vacuum, I can understand where they're coming from, but let's take a step back and think about what the Niners have done vis-a-vis the treatment of one James Garoppolo. Garoppolo leads you to the NFC Championship game, and you tell him, thank you, next, Ariana Grande. And by the way, we've already spent three first-round picks to get your replacement, so... I know you did great last year, and you led us all the way within one drive of the Super Bowl, but we don't want you anymore. Go go ahead and play on the kiddie field while we try to trade you. We can't trade you. You're still not our starter. We're going with Trey Lance. Now we have no choice. Now we got to start you. Brock comes in and wins five straight games, and now you're just going to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo? It makes sense outside of the market if you look at it and go, well, Garoppolo's won more. He's done more in the postseason. Uh. Yeah. But when you look at what the Niners have done in terms of the treatment of Garoppolo and what Kyle Shanahan thinks hmm. of Garoppolo, there's no way they go wow. off of Brock Purdy. Or, and, and just watch the last six games. Exactly. I don't know. Like, do you want to go into the national the, the national championship, the, the NFC championship game? Do you want to score 35 or 25? I mean, essentially, I like 35. Better, I like 35. I'll take 35. It looks to me like that's what we're dealing with. You want 25 or do you want 35? I'll take 35. That's just me. But apparently, <laughs> this is a discussion of of some sort. It's it's not. It's not. You're. T- I mean, listen. Look at the even the history of the league. When someone catches fire, you don't play with the fire. Tony Romo came back. Ah. We'll stick with Dak, right? Alex Smith came back. We'll stick with Colin Kaepernick. But you don't lose your job due to injury, Mark. That's the old adage in sports. Yeah, oh yeah, you do. Harbaugh looked at that and said, uh, you do, by the way, and we're going to the Super Bowl with the backup. Right. And it's the same case here. You don't lose your job due to injury. So Jimmy G's back healthy for the NFC Championship game, and, and Shanahan goes, you know what? Darn it, you're right. You don't lose your job due to injury, Jimmy. Hey, Trey, if you're available, we'll go with you, Trey. Now, I will say this. If you're someone who sort of believes in karma or just the way that the story goes, because we're here now and the playoffs have arrived and we think we know how the storybook ends. We think that Brock Purdy runs the 49ers to the playoffs, wins at least two games, And then we take our chances after that. We think we know. How many other times this year have we thought that we knew what was going to go on at the quarterback position? Would it be wild for me to suggest that it just feels like this is something that would happen to these 49ers and to the person named Jimmy Garoppolo that he would get cleared for January 29th 
and that something would happen that gets him into the damn game and the 49ers are suddenly back on his back again. It seems outlandish and ridiculous and far-fetched, but to think that oh. it couldn't possibly happen. And there's something about I mean, I the Jimmy Garoppolo angle. So, yeah, so Brock Purdy wins this weekend, and you go out and you win in the divisional round, and uh, something happens, though. A little tweak of the ankle or a little flare-up in his oblique or whatever it is, and it's like, geez, he's, he's questionable, and here he comes, number yeah. 10, handsome as all get-out. And he's back under center. Oh, I mean, it's it's a ridiculous thought. <laughs> it just gives me. I mean, it's the only time in my life of watching Jimmy Garoppolo, my shoulders get tight as you're sitting here saying the scenario. I do not want that to happen. <laughs> or God forbid, Brock Purdy get hit by the new uh, variant, and he goes oh, into the God. protocol. I'm, Something innocuous like that, where Brock Purdy, oh, good. Purdy's got Purdy's got the vid. It, 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 Purdy's it, out. It'd be better than Josh Johnson, though. It'd be it better would, than Josh Johnson. But, oh, my, you want to watch the internet melt oh, down? Uh-huh. Uh, the postseason begins. Mask up, Brock. Now. <laughs> the Road to Glendale is brought to you by Merrill West Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together. Please keep getting geared up for these playoffs at 957thegameshop.com. Got the hoodies, got the shirts, relevant shirts, DPOY shirts. Uh, get your hands on them at 957thegameshop.com. As we sit here and talk about the health of players, why don't we get Doc Pandia in to the conversation. Cleared to play is next. Dining and Gulum. It's Willard and Dips. Mark. Thank you, Dante. Thank you very much, Mr. Divincenzo. You know, right now, actually, uh, I was listening to Bonte earlier today say uh, he referred to the Foundational Six. And I think if you're a Warrior fan, you know exactly who we're talking about. You're talking about the Foundational Six. It's the starting lineup plus Jordan Poole. And I immediately was sorry, like, Andre. Well, I it, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, he used to be part of the foundation, and uh, and now he's not, um, and that's fine. But I also, this is how quickly I have taken to one Dante Divincenzo. I'm like, what about Divincenzo? I know he's not foundational, but give him the seven. He's the only other player on this team where I'm like, love every minute of what you're doing this year so far, there, buddy. He's the only other one. So as far as a playoff run, I know that in a global sense, he's not part of the foundational six. But is he part of any rotation that is going to do anything this year? Hell yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. If you're a championship yeah. team, he's not your number seven player. That's and this is no disrespect to your number eight, Stephen Chen. Might be your number eight. If he's your number Kaminga, eight, you're Kami- probably not a championship team. I think they're starting lineup: Poole, Kaminga, and DiVincenzo. I got no issues with that. That's a that's a group. That's a squad. It's a group. It's not good enough to win a championship, in my I, opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's been their that's been their core. Is it as good as what you had last year? Um, no, it's not. We'll see. We'll see. Um, time for Claire to play. Take you inside the tent. Get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment and bring an associate professor of orthopedic surgery, Dr. Narav Pandia. And I'm going to say it to you right now, Doc, and, and Dibs is going to hate me for it, but it's the first time we've talked to you. So, Happy New Year, Doc. Happy New Year. Yeah, you could say this for the whole month of January. It's still Happy New Year. All, all That's January. medically inaccurate. <laughs> that did. Uh, Doc, Doc Pandia, and you and I both highly educated. You know better, Doc. You're better than that. It's January 11th. It's time to turn the page. <laughs> we, we can debate about that offline, Dan, but yeah. Perfect. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, well, there's some Warrior stuff to get to for sure, um, but I'm going to ask you just a projection question um, because it seems to be something people want to talk about. Let's say January 29th, the 49ers are still playing football, and let's say uh, Brock Purdy uh, tweaks a little something, and uh, and here comes James Garoppolo onto the field. Yeah. Should, should 49er fans be like, Great. Or, are, are, in your mind, are you going to see someone who moves even less than he normally does? Yeah, I think, you know, just kind of hearing the reports, he's kind of just putting a little weight on it, not really putting full weight on it. I mean, I think by that point, assuming this is a normal break, you know, the bone should be healed. But the real question is how much mobility and movement and strength will he have back? Um, and I think that's the key thing is that there's healed for like the regular person who's on the street and then like being healed and rehabbed and strong enough to play so i think we would probably see a less mobile jimmy g out there i think he's absolutely capable to be out there and play but um it could be very hard for him to be effective um and that's that would be the main concern it's not necessarily can he play but how well he will play yeah, and we know that uh, an immobile Jimmy G is not very different from a mobile Jimmy G, so uh, hopefully <laughs> we don't have to face that. From the hypothetical to the actual medical, Steph Curry comes back after nearly four weeks out with the shoulder subluxation. What did you see in terms of his left shoulder mobility last night? He definitely did look a little bit more hesitant, you know, and I think that's not, not unexpected given the nature of this injury. I mean, I think with when you have a lower extremity injury, a little, you know a little bit more about what to, what to feel. Like people have soreness in their lower extremities, but this upper extremity, it's a very hard injury to kind of get that confidence back. So he seemed to be moving a little bit more gingerly. He wasn't necessarily moving his arm as fluidly when he was going around. He obviously was taking less shots. Um, so I think that that's expected. It's going to take seven to 10 days to get that confidence back because the key thing with this is just like he injured it, it was an unexpected blow. You're kind of going around the basketball court and trying to avoid unexpected contact sometimes. And it's, it's hard to do that. So I think he's definitely going to be a little bit more cautious. But I think we'll see his confidence get better and better as, as the, the games go on. But his conditioning looked great. That was my biggest concern was how much conditioning could he do. I think the confidence and, and his shooting touch will come back. But the hesitancy, totally expected at this time point. Doc, I feel like we've asked you this before, but the calendar suggests we ask it again. We're at the one-year anniversary of Clay Thompson's return to the court, and he's still not playing back-to-back games. Does that make any sense to you? It absolutely does. And I think people, once they see him back on the court, they're thinking, wow, this is, you know, he should be back. They shouldn't have these issues. And even when you look at a single injury, like just an ACL, just an Achilles, 
if year two and year three, you still see some of the physical deficits, that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have great performances like he had, but the high minutes, the usage, the back-to-backs, even after one injury will be there. And now we're talking two injuries and someone who's over age 30 and playing on NBA court. So it totally makes sense to me. And I think we saw this the past five or six games where he was playing high minutes and then he had knee soreness. So absolutely, I think he's clearly capable of doing it. He can do it in short periods of time. But anytime something pops up, maybe before the injury where you'd let him play through it, I think you're just going to be careful so he doesn't become someone who's on the injury report. Kind of like Kevin Durant has had these MCLs, these hamstrings coming back off his Achilles when he's been playing high minutes. From uh, one player to another on the Warriors, Jonathan Kaminga sprained right foot. He'll be reevaluated in a week. That reevaluation happened earlier this week. What's your sense of when Kaminga might be able to come back off this nagging little injury? You know, I think he is out of the boot, which is obviously the key thing, because typically whenever you see that boot, they're trying to get the inflammation and pain down and the fact that he's out of it usually means they're on to that next phase of rehab where they're getting you to walk on it, potentially doing some running. So I would think in general, if this is kind of your garden variety, kind of foot sprain, uh, potentially seven to 10 days, um, barring any setbacks. So I think that that'll be positive for him. And I, I think the team, as we saw last night, clearly, clearly needs his defensive presence and, and kind of that inside the paint kind of skill. So hopefully he'll be, he'll be cleared and um, back on that court, hopefully within that time frame. Uh, we look forward to another great year with you here in 2023. Doc Pandia, once again, uh, for Dibs especially. Happy New Year, Doc. Yeah, happy, happy New Year, Mark. I'll keep every every week we do the segment. I'll say Happy New Year until February. Perfect. Doc, get well soon. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sickly take that Mark just foisted like, upon like, you. It's weird, Doc. He, Dan is texting Dr. Feely right now. I don't know what he's saying, but that's that. I found that to be odd. I wished him a Merry Christmas because I haven't had a chance to talk to him since then. <laughs> All right, Doc. We'll talk to you next week. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Uh, there he goes. That's the good doc. And the proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. And I also want to point out, uh, Ernie Chavez is one of our great uh, YouTubers who actually did uh, the uh, the upcharge and uh, the super chat and threw a couple bucks into the kitty to get his comment highlighted to us. Yeah. And he said, subluxation sensation. <laughs> That's about. <laughs> That's very yeah. I almost did it when you asked, when he said something about Jonathan Kaminga being reevaluated. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a reevaluation sensation. I thought about which it, which is also a box. But it, it's yeah. a serious medical segment. Uh, it's very serious. Very serious. Yeah, although he laughed like five times. Very serious. <laughs> Without though. a doubt, I, I didn't want to uh, trivialize <laughs> an injury with uh, with a Tim Roy nod. But uh, yes, the subluxation, and, and I was kind of. Keeping my eye on the sleeved left arm of Steph Curry, Steph Curry sure. just to watch. And it felt like there was a lot of times, especially on defense, where he was reaching more with his right arm. He didn't want to put his left arm into a vulnerable spot, which makes sense. And over time, he'll regain confidence and regain strength. And hopefully he'll be back to the same two-armed Curry. Also felt like when he went to the bucket, he, he might have, you know, like I just think there's contact hesitation yeah. at any time. And maybe we're making that up. Maybe it's just a guy who's trying to get his legs back and, and is easing his way back in. And, and normally when someone's out for a month, anything, two, three, four, five weeks, when they come back, they're a little rusty. Andrew Wiggins looked a little rusty uh, again for two games in a row now since he returned. So maybe it's just that, or maybe there is that mental hurdle that still needs to uh, to be crossed. On the positive, uh, Clay Thompson is feeling it. He is playing great for the past month. And, yep. you know, what you said to, to Doc Pandy, you asked him about the back-to-backs, and I think that's going to be in place 
for the rest of the year. That may be in place for the rest of his career. It's crazy. And, and it's just the way... That's the way it is. It's the way of the world. And we already saw earlier this week, Mark, where he had to sit out a game because of knee soreness. And so they're going to be extra cautious with Clay more than any other player. It's all sponsored by Solo, Willard, and Dibs. 957thegameshop.com is where you can get your gear to get ready for the playoffs, like a relevant shirt or a DPOY shirt. Coming up next, Steiny and Goo going to jump in here, and we will freak out about weather. That's next on Willard and Debs. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Uh, I'm a full-service partner. You are, dude. On the air, off the air, during breaks. You know, 24 hours a day, you get me, Mark. Coworkers usually look, they do not mess with my money. Like, that's why Jimmy Ward is a little, probably a little peeved at the Niners this year. Fair enough. Don't mess with my money. You just mess with my money, but in the right way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Speaking of messing good, with money, good on uh, you. hashtag fade the goo. Coming up, <laughs> Guru's lock of the day. Uh, Rare uptick. Yeah. Have we recorded Goo's TikTok into the system yet so that we can play it? Because. Not only was it wrong, I I watched it and I wasn't even sure what the bet was. That's how great his TikTok was. It wasn't like what do I bet? It right. was what did you what Wait, what, what what did, did you I, do wrong? <laughs> I so anyway, that's Actually, coming they've, up. They've renamed the social media from TikTok to TikTok. That's two upticks. Yeah, I'm probably overdoing good it. Good job. And that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it is coming up. Yeah, thank you. It's also Warrior Wednesday brought to you by Freedman's Appliance. Trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. Before Steiny and Goo get in here and everyone starts screaming about the rain. Hey, uh, Kyle, what was this? I'm, I'm already getting upset at these Eagles fans. I don't even know if this game's going to happen. It's three weeks away. There are what? Eight? Let's say eight. 12 quarters of football that need to go the right way before the Eagle 49er game even happens. But we're already getting all the... Remember Matt Nahagian? Oh, Niners don't want any of the Eagle fans smoke. You're not going to take that step. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I like, stop. You're not scary. Liberty Bell. You're not scary. Like, I know in Silver Linings playbook, a couple people got beat to a pulp in the parking lot. Outside, You're not scary. This isn't the vet. It's not, oh my God, Brock Purdy's going to just wilt because there are people yelling, Stop. He's played at Iowa State for four years. He played in Vegas. I was there. It was loud. It was loud, loud. He was down by 10 points. You're not scary. But the trash talk is already starting about a game that that hasn't even happened yet. So, Kyle, what was it your Eagle fan buddy said to you? I get a text from a friend of mine that says, yo. And I'm like, yeah. what's up, buddy? It what starts, can I help you with? Starts with yo. You already hey, on a yo, bad track. Because sometimes yo, yo. I'll run a like an like a right. th- like a thought or yo. opinion or like I have this issue. <laughs> I said, yeah, buddy, what's up? And he sends back in all caps, mm-hmm. "Fly Eagles, fly right. B word." <laughs> right. So it's, and this. Why are you gonna say it like it's short? January eleventh. The game, which may or may not happen is 18 days and three correct outcomes away Playoffs. from even happening. Now, now, and then what did he continue on to say? Something about Brock Purdy? What did he say? And then, so we were kind of talking about the Eagles and Niners, and, and he goes, admit it, 
you're scared going into this weekend with a rookie okay. quarterback. All right, so this is East Coast. Oh, and I every, said, you got me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> every East Coast frat boy who's got the bill of his cap, like, squeezed too tight, and it's all, like, curved around his face, every one of them. Did you was, ever go flat, Bill, or you've always kind of gone no, to a, Yeah, I like a curve, but like I, got, a I, got a curve. A, I got a few flats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to a certain age where it's like, what are you trying to do there, buddy? Uh, but you don't have yeah. the super crease. No, no, no. And that's what you're talking about. I don't about. like the super crease. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's you're, most of us, right? You're in your 40s. Your head's too big for that. Like, it, it looks good if you're 15. We're not 15 anymore. Anyway, every there's a great tell. You can tell when someone is from Philly or New York or whatever. Boston. Admit it. You're scared. No. I'm not scared. And I won't admit it. I'm not scared of Brock Purdy. I'm not scared of the playoffs. I'm definitely not scared of you, Philly Eagle fan. I tell you what, if somebody ought to be scared about quarterback, how about you're also out of nowhere third-round quarterback who's not even healthy, who's supposed to go play in a week and a half and win a football game that may well be against a division rival, for all we know. In fact, it's probable. It, it, it probable that the Giants or the Dallas Cowboys, and if it's not one of those two, it's the Goat. It, it, like those are the teams right. that could end up in Philadelphia next weekend. Um, it's just so funny. If Tampa the, and the Niners both win, then it's Tampa. I, am I right? If Tampa and the Niners, well, no, no, no. So the, that Philly's opponent is essentially determined by Minnesota. If, I got you. If yeah, Minnesota yeah. wins, they're coming here. Unless Seattle beats the Niners. Yeah, if it, Seattle beats the Niners, then Seattle goes to Philly. You're going to know most of what you need to know as soon as the Minnesota and Giants game is done. You'll know what day the Niners play, and you'll know mostly the, the opponent. You're assuming the Niners beat Seattle. I'm and assuming, admit it, yeah. you're scared. You got a rookie quarterback. <laughs> admit it, Mark. I'm terrified. Say it. Say, yeah. I'm scared. I am. I'm scared. I'm scared. There you go. I'm no more scared than I am in any 49er game. Say, like, it. say I'm uh, sorry, sir. Thank no, you, Jim. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm looking at this one, and, and you'll be able to tell right away. If Minnesota wins, they're coming. If the Giants win, then you know the 49ers will play. By the way, if Minnesota wins, Niners-Vikings next Saturday. Next Saturday. If the Giants beat Minnesota, then the Niners will play on Sunday, hosting either Tampa or Dallas. That's how that's going to work. Right. Right. All right, so assuming that the Niners beat Seattle, yes, and you've already admitted you're scared, Niners, and so this game suddenly is a toss. Niners, Niners, <laughs> Niners are gonna have to win. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, if Seattle wins. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of you putting the Niners through to the divisional round. I am, especially considering you're scared. Admit it. Admit it. You're scared. You're not scared. I'm not scared. I'm not. But this is the larger point. Is not even. I don't know who's gonna win these football games. The larger point is Philly fans' view of self. Which is hysterical. It's hysterical to me because the city is literally built on like losses, not self self loathing. The city is built on self loathing. Any Philadelphia fan, you know this. You want to admit something? Admit it. You hate yourselves. Oh. You're the same people who start screaming for the next team. Yeah, look me in my eye. You are. Philadelphia fan is self-loathing. You start chanting for the next team on opening day if your team's losing. Big the, homie's going to be fine, The bro. Sixers can go out there, and they're down by five at halftime on opening night, 
and people will start chanting, let's go Flyers. It's the most defeatist fan base in the history of fan bases. I love the city. It's an amazing city. I walk through it, and I wonder why you do this to yourselves. But it's clear when you meet locals, they have this, this confidence problem. And so well, it's because they don't win, Mark. Yeah. If you go back to 1980 and you take the big three sports, football, baseball, basketball, they've won a grand total of four championships. Yeah, but if it's the been Sixers good have one, the Phillies have two, the Eagles have one. Do you know how many the Bay Area has since 1980? <laughs> the Niners have five. Got more than that in the last the decade. The Giants have three. Yeah. The Warriors have four. We've got 12. They've got four. So no wonder why they have a chip on their collective shoulders. I get chip on the shoulder, and I understand cold weather cities like I get it. We get to be out here and freak out when a little water comes out of the sky. They've got to get a shovel so that they can get to work. I understand. I, I, I know the whole dynamic. It's just another reminder that the loudest person in the room is almost always the most insecure. Yeah, it's true. So, Kyle, when he texts you, yo, all caps, fly, fly eagles, fly, fly, B, your response is, bro, why are you so insecure? Admit it, you're scared. Admit it, you're thinking about me three weeks before the game even happens. Brock Purdy does that to people. Show, bro. Show, bro. Admit it. You're scared. You why got a rookie quarterback. Why y'all why y'all hot under the collar 18 days before a fake game even potentially happens? You know what I you know what I actually told him? Chill, I said bro. I said, no, you know what I'm scared of? <laughs> I'm what? scared of Jake Brendel against your interior defensive line. <laughs> got him. Which is exact <laughs> the most Kyle answer ever. <laughs> this is the most Kyle answer of all like, time. God, I got Spencer Burr for yeah. that. And then Larry Kruger showed up to the argument and started talking about some center that they can draft three years from now from uh, from Iowa A&M. Like, it just, the, the, the wheel keeps on turning. All right. Uh, let's get Steiny and go in here. Hi, boys. It's raining Charity. outside. No, uh, it's very scary when it rains. Wheel in the sky keeps Uh-oh. on turning. Shout out, Journey. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You kept a tune there pretty good, too, Stein. Journey, you ever see you. Yeah. Yeah. you hear me sing Joni Mitchell, They Paved Paradise to put up a parking lot? He sang some many, many famous songs, <laughs> not only Gathering Timber, <laughs> but, and this again is a, a throwback <laughs> reference to, and speaking of throwback references, we got a little something special for you boys Uh-oh. as you Uh-oh. come in here. It's a throwback Uh-oh. to our glorious 50. 51 weeks together as a trio. Spadone? It's time for Guru's Lock of the Day. Lock the lady That is wild. Yeah, it's what we used to do. But why we are you guys smiling? Like, you know because, why smiling? because it was funny. You know why we're smiling? What? We're smiling because of this. Separate boy Guru handing out winners. That's oh right, TCU, uh, Georgia for the National Championship. Georgia did it all by itself. Went over 62 as they scored 65. Man. Tonight, we got NBA hoops in our own backyard here in the Bay as the Warriors host the Suns. Andrew Wiggins' second game back. He was a little bit rusty Saturday in a loss to Orlando. But tonight, they got him at 12 and a half points. Wiggins will break out and score 13. That means if he scores... 13, winner, winner. All right. You're as cold as ice. Now, and you're smiling because he loves this. I'm going to take, take the L here because in re-listening to that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.